Yo, 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 welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. Here we are on episode 20 on a nice Monday, May evening. I would like to introduce my new guest today. His name is Whitney. Whitney, what's up? Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? How are you? How was your Um, day today? Good. Nice long day, and uh, but I'm ready to talk some basketball, and uh, got a lot of exciting series to talk about, so I can't wait. All right, so uh, how did you get into basketball? Um, well, funny story. I started really watching in 2007, 2008 when the Celtics first started getting uh, or won the, the NBA Finals. Um, you know, my background was more basketball. I mean, sorry, baseball and uh, football, and. Um, you know, I just wanted to find something else to watch, and the Bruins and Celtics, I mean, I know we're mostly talking about the Celtics here, but they started, um, you know, having consistent years of being in the finals and in the NBA playoffs, so I got interested and kept watching. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Whitney's my, uh, he's my buddy from college. We used to, you know, chill and watch some ball games together, and he was also, because he's a calm guy, he was also in some of my classes. So, Yeah. But are you ready to talk about the NBA playoffs? Yes, let's go. Let's start with our hometown team. All right. Uh, before we start, I'm just going to get the topics out. Uh, we are talking today. We're going to talk about the semifinals. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics. Toronto Raptors versus the Philadelphia 76ers. The Golden State Warriors against the Houston Rockets. The Portland Trailblazers in the Denver Nuggets. And then we might recap the uh, first round. You know, the last couple games, and then do some pickums for game four and game five. So let's do this. We're going to start, as Whitney said, with our whole town team, the Boston Celtics. We got Milwaukee Bucks against the Boston Celtics. Before I let you go, I want to know well, my prediction before when the semifinals started, I had Celtics in six. Mm. What was your prediction before this started? Um, I mean, I could very easily see this um, have, you know, even before I started, and even now too, um, just this being a seven-game series, just because of um, matchups and also coaching. Uh, Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um, And, you know, even when they're having a tough series or a tough game, um, it it always feels like they can come back or they can always be in the series, in the game. and, you know, but at the same time, you know, Milwaukee is very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the Greek freak. Um, and But also his role players have stepped up um, a lot, um, especially since game one. Um, so I think, I mean, I could still see this being a seven-game series just because you never know what can happen. Um, but, you know, realistically, this could be easily be a six-game series as well. So, um, and I think... Milwaukee just has a little too much talent um, and a lot. I don't know. They're just making more shots than Boston is at the moment. But this is not going to be an easy out for them either. Not like the Pistons were in round one. All right. All right. Uh, Let's talk the series. Uh, Milwaukee's up 2-1. Boston stole game one, which I was very, very happy about. Yeah. But game two, I mean, it was expected. You know, they're probably Milwaukee's going to come back. They lost game two. I was really disappointed in game three. But before we talk about game three, let's talk about the first two games. Mm. 
Uh, so game one, basically Boston owned Milwaukee. I think they beat them by like 20, 20 plus. Uh, it was it was close in the in the first half, but after the third quarter, I believe the third quarter is when they spread the lead out, mm. and you know Al Horford was giving it to Giannis offensively and defensively. He was hitting threes. He was you know Giannis. I think he had his worst game of the reg- the, the season. I think that's what they said. Yeah. He had his worst game of the season. So and you know. Yeah, I mean Giannis. He he saw what Boston's game plan was, and that was to make a wall at, in the paint. And you know, he even said it after Game One. It's like, yo, I know their their scheme. You know, I'm just gonna have to kick it out to guys, and you know, trust that they make the open shot. I mean, the biggest thing that came out from that from Game One is just the amount of blocks Boston had on their shot. I mean, yeah. did you see Al Horford? Or I'm Al sure you're seeing like the twice. block he had on him twice, twice on the same, same play. play. I mean, same it's just play. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you're right. I mean, the role player, and this is true of both teams. The other players besides the stars, besides Kerry, besides uh, Antetokounmpo. I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. Um, you know, you have to make the shot. You have to make the shots when it's there. You know, especially mm-hmm. if they're putting a wall or they're double teaming your best player. You, the other players mm-hmm. have to make the shots, and obviously, um, you know, Kyrie and the Greek Freak have to also find ways to score and beat their matchups when given the opportunity. So it's going to be coming down to obviously, like it always is, making your shots and making stops when needed as well. Well, also, if you look at it. Milwaukee is basically doing the same thing as Boston. You know, they're clogging up the paint. When mm-hmm. Kyrie drives, there's like, you know, two, three guys on him. Yep. And, you know, you have to kick out, especially in game two and game three. You know, you have to kick out, you know. I, I've seen some plays where I'm like, you know, because Kyrie can make the jumper. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Kyrie. <laughs> you know, they they surrounding you in the paint. You know, you got to, you know. Take a mid-range, take a mid-range shot, you know. Don't go all the way, you know, to the rim because he, he's been blocked on several occasions these last two games. So, you know, just just hit the gas, hit the, hit the stop, pull him, pull him on the brakes, pull up for the jumper, hit, hit the J. Yeah. I mean, he has a variety of different moves that he can use and, you know, the step-back killer oh, shots step that back, he's had, right. um, you know, he's had that shot for years. And so, you know, I think – um, it's he. You know he's gonna get his shots, yeah. but you're right. He needs to be more efficient. Yeah, exactly. He needs you, to be more efficient. You ha- the other players also have to step up as well. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I. You know, you have Jason Tatum, you have Horford, but you also have bench players as well, and you know it has to be smart basketball, and you know the smart shots, like the you know you can't take wild shots all the time. Yeah, um, you have to play within the offense and within the scheme, but also um, be able to make stops too because the biggest part of how they won game one was their defense, mm-hmm. and that's what jumped out. You know, the blocks, the, yeah. you know, yes, Milwaukee missed a lot of shots, but yeah. they also played great defense, mm-hmm. and that has to be in sync in order for the series to not be short. <laughs> See, my thing with the Celtics, and I've seen this in game two and in game three, when they hit adversity, when Milwaukee's going on a run, all the guys, they, they're trying to make home run plays. They're trying to do hero ball. You need, they need to trust the pass, trust the offense. 
you know. I'm sure Brad is telling them that, but you know, one man, one man cannot, you know, bring, you know, us down from 20. You know, it has to be as a collective unit. Y'all have to play for each other and, you know, trust one another. And, you know, when the Celtics hit adversity, everyone just goes their own way. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to bring us back. And then, you know, that's where the bad shot selections come, the the turnovers. Mm-hmm. Like, in game game two, Boston, they had three straight possessions, three straight threes, and... They in in a span of seven minutes, when Milwaukee went on their twenty four to two run or something like that, Boston had six turnovers, six turnovers. You can't have that. Yeah, no, because you're right. I mean, turnovers can turn well. They can really change games, like you know, like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, it makes for bad transition defense as mm-hmm. well. Um, if you don't have enough people back, you're someone's going to be open, or you're going to get a wide open dunk. Yeah, uh, and much. it's not, and it's just how you spark Milwaukee's offense, and that can't. Happen. Giannis is one of the best in transition. You can't turn the ball over, over against Milwaukee. It's just yeah. you have to, you have to take care of the ball. Yeah, yep. And it's, but basically, so game one, you know, we were talking earlier how you know Boston just outmatched Milwaukee, but Milwaukee has made some, you know, they made some adjustments. I saw, you know, I was watching game two. They inserted Miritich into the starting lineup. I think that was huge for them. And basically, that game was the Chris Middleton game because Chris Middleton, he, he went off. I think he had 26, 26 points. He went seven for nine from three. You know, he he opened it up. And then, you know, Giannis, I, Giannis. I don't. I don't remember how many free throws Giannis had game two. Twenty two, I think. No, that was, that was game three. Oh, that was game three. Game three, <laughs> he had twenty two. I, I don't know if he had twenty. He might have had like between the fifteen and twenty range, but he had so many free throws game two. And then with Middleton, you know, M- Middleton was the player of the game that game because he just opened everything up. You know, now when he's hitting threes, you know, the Celtics have to guard the shooters. Yeah. And you know, they've been they've it, they say it's a selective help. You know, no, deceptive help. They call it a deceptive help. That's what they were explaining like, you know, usually there's one guy guarding Giannis, but when he like turns around, you know, there's another guy ready to, you know, come and double him and then you know, once he passes out or if he tries to shoot it, they'll go back. So, you know, Boston that first game they were playing Boston has to get back to playing the way they played in game one. Like, I don't think they're intense, like, especially for a home game in game three. I, I just don't think the intensity matched, you know, what they played in game one. Because you can't let, you can't let George Hill beat you. George Hill got, he got 21 points yeah. on Friday. I mean, he's your backup point. He's the backup point He got 21 points. Team. He was, he made a dunk. He, he looked like he dunked like Derrick Rose. <laughs> I was like, damn. I did yeah. not know George Hill had ups like that. Yeah. I was like, sheesh. Yeah, I, I mean, like, no disrespect to him, but, like, you have to – you can't let the point, backup point guard of the other team not, score 21 points. Nine on the for bench. 12. Nine yeah. for 12. Yeah. Field goal percentage. Yeah. What do you think of the benches for both teams and, like, how they're playing? Just – Want to get your well, perspective? I, on I that. think Milwaukee's bench as of the last two games has been play, outplaying us. Yeah. 
You got Pat Connington. <laughs> he hit mad threes on Friday. <laughs> I was like, wow. He went off. I like. I know he's from Boston. You know, he's from the Boston area, but he went off. George Hill went off. <laughs> I think those were the only two that went off. Yeah. And like, I mean, Miritich has been, you know, getting in double digits. Brooke, Lo- Brooke Lopez, like, Brooke Lopez is due for a big game. Mm. <laughs> he is. He's been missing some threes. He's been hitting some. He's due for uh He's due for a big game, so you gotta watch him. But I do, I do, I, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw the game on Friday, but Giannis had twenty-two free throws, twenty-two free throws. Yeah, he I saw like, that set after. I think he was like five for ten or something. I don't remember what his field goal percentage, but he had twenty-two free throws and he had like ten shots. Yeah, he had more free throws than he had. Field goals, right? From what I remember, uh, double, double, man. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. I mean, I think that game, because you know I work in the pro shop, and so I watched the second half. That game went away from them in the second half once, uh, you know, they were calling. I think Boston, Boston was in the bonus early, so you know after they got their 15 foul, they went to you know Milwaukee went to the line, and <laughs> it was just like everything was a foul. And then Boston, you know, decided to play hero ball, yeah. and yeah. No, I, I mean Milwaukee when I started when I started watching in the third, fourth quarter of that game. I mean, every time I looked up, it was like turnover, turnover. <laughs> them making just three after three after yeah, three, and three, it was like turnover threes on the other side. Yeah, and the game just started ballooning. Mm-hmm. Like right after I started watching, I'm like oh, I turned this on for this to happen, you know. Um, and, like, okay, I was like, okay, let me go watch the Red Sox game because, like, this is just, like, ridiculous how many wide-open threes or, like, transition threes that they were getting and how it just kept running away from them. Yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Milwaukee, Milwaukee and I, we said this on a previous podcast, but Milwaukee just reminds me of that 2009 Orlando Magic team. With, yeah. You know, Dwight Howard was at center. Obviously, Giannis was way better than Dwight because, you know, he's a point forward and Dwight was just a center and he, he didn't really have an offensive package. Mm. But, you know, he was a monster on the defensive end. Yeah. But, like, he has shooters all around. Yeah. <laughs> Snipers. Imagine Dwight yeah. Howard but with a three-point shot. Well, imagine no Dwight Howard who can actually <laughs> dribble. <laughs> Yeah. More athletic and, you know, actually wants, you know, yeah. wants it. Yeah. But um, he, but yeah, Giannis is someone who's very aggressive. Yes. Uh, plays, you know, very, very good defense. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like we said, it's like, <laughs> imagine a three, you know, like a seven footer. I mean, he is a seven footer, but he's a seven footer with a three point shot. How do you he's stop get, that? He's getting there. I mean, I know he's yeah. shoot. I know he's shooting the three. Very good in this yeah. in uh, this series, you know he's getting there because he's made mad threes. Like you're like, oh, he's gonna miss that, and then he actually makes it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if Giannis gets that three point shot, uh, <laughs> we're kind of screwed. Yeah, I mean the thing is, he wasn't hitting them in game one, or not yeah. as much as he. No, he hit some in game, some in game one. Or... He hit like a, I think it was like three for five. Yeah. Like he was off from two and in the lane. In game one, but in game one, he hit his threes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if Giannis hits threes, 
it's over. Yeah, I mean, it just so, seemed like, at least in the part of the game that I was watching, and, yeah. I, you know, I tried to watch as much as I could. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes, he was hitting threes, uh, at least in game one from what I remember. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I wasn't watching the entire thing, so this could have just been a small segment of it. But, yeah, I mean, every time he went to the basket, he was getting either blocked or had Horford there, obviously. Yeah. Um, obviously, that changed in game two and three, where, yeah. you know, again, the shooters were... Shooters were hot. Were hot. And so that forced the defense to have to actually respect the shooters. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, not that they weren't in game one, but, like, more so. You know, it it makes it more of a threat. When you have shooters in the corner or shooters from the top of the key that can hit it and are hitting it, it makes Milwaukee more deadly, like you said. Milwaukee's... uh... At least Mark Marcus Smart's coming back. Yeah, he's supposed to come back tonight. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, and it's interesting because they said Brogdon was supposed to miss the first two games, but he's not. He's not playing yet. Yeah. I so. mean, I was just looking at my app before or my phone before uh, the scan or before we came here, and it didn't look like he was playing or Brogdon was playing. Yeah. Before, so. So you know, he got Smart back. You know, hopefully, Celtics can uh, tie up the series. Who do you think is the best person he can match up on, on Milwaukee and like smart? guard effectively? Yeah, smart. I mean, uh, uh, it's a good question. It's it's not like who he matches to me. It's not who he matches up with. It's just the small things that he does, like you know those things that don't show up, like those loose balls that he fights for, like I mean. He, I, I would put him first. First, I would not start Marcus Smart if he's playing tonight. He should come off, come off the bench, uh, and you know see how he how he goes. But I mean, if I had to put him on someone, I mean Milwaukee's pretty lengthy, so you could put him on Bledsoe, uh, maybe uh, Bledsoe, Middleton, or Miritich. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those three guys you can put him on. But he just you know, he gets in passing lanes, he gets steals, he goes for the loose ball, you know, he just bring and he's he's just a tough guy on the yeah. Celtics. So, he's you know, everywhere every time I've just, seen he's them just play. Like <laughs> you know, having him come back, especially if he coming back for this home game, mm. is just gonna be, you know, mad hyped out there and you know I I think that will it will translate to a win and it'll probably be two two. By the end of tonight, yeah, and it's and like I said, this is anyone's series at this point because yes, mm-hmm. Milwaukee has outplayed us in the last two games. In the last two games, yeah. But unless it, you know, unless it becomes three one one way or the other, or no, I'm sorry, three one for Milwaukee. I apologize. Yeah, I if it goes three one, Boston's probably losing in Milwaukee. Yeah, but I can, like I said, this series is obviously nowhere near over. It's not three zero. Yeah. Obviously, it's. No one's won four it, games. It would it would have been nice for Boston to win that game on Friday, so they could be two one going up three one in yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, where do you think this um, game three turned in terms of? It was like, the, it, it was the third quarter. Yeah, third again. quarter. I, I don't remember exactly when. I would say toward the second half of the third quarter because it was pretty close throughout. It was one there hit the seventies and then. Milwaukee, you know, Boston started missing shots, you know, started fouling. Milwaukee started hitting threes, you know. 
Giannis started going to the free throw line. Giannis got a lot of and ones game three. I think yeah. he got maybe like two or three and ones. And you know there were t- t- uh, tacky fouls, like touch fouls, that yeah. you're like, oh. I mean, you don't want to foul him. You you know if you could, to me as a like if, if I'm a ball player, like if I go foul someone, I, you gotta foul them hard. But also, the NBA is soft, so you know you get a flagrant for anything. Yeah. So, and especially when he hits that. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, and he hits to the head. You or know, anywhere head. not near yeah. the ball, flagrant. But like, you can't like if someone's going in transition and you touch foul them, like, you might as well just not have done anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion. Right, we take it one game at a time. I think yeah. Boston has to win Game Four. And you know anything? Anything could happen. Game five. Uh, I mean, I th- I think th- it will be in the Celtics' best interest to steal. You know, four, five, and six. Yeah. But you know, I don't. I, I I I don't see the Celtics winning in Milwaukee in Game Seven. I yeah. don't see it. I think it's going to be tough. And honestly, um, yeah, if they go down three one, they're in deep deep trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of how. I don't see Milwaukee losing three in a row, honestly. Yeah, that's that's true too. So Celtics will have to get either tonight four, six, seven's gonna be tough. But Kyrie has been there. Kyrie has hit the biggest shot in you know the clutchest moment. But you know we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see who's gonna play the LeBron role because you know <laughs> LeBron helped out like it was LeBron and Kyrie. A lot of people, a lot of people don't give Kyrie credit for that, and it just baffles me you know like obviously lebron was the mvp but people forget Kyrie had 40 plus in that game five too Mm. and then game seven that game seven the shot as as painful as that like it's for warriors fans and you know um right wing he said yo steph curry (laughs) i'm gonna shoot this over your face yeah i mean curry Mm. got him back the next year though with that you know, even though it wasn't the same type of shot and it wasn't mm-hmm. the same score, he got one right over him, right mm-hmm. in his face, contested to basically put game five away. But you're right. I mean, you don't give, you know, especially on a team with led by LeBron. I mean, look at what happened the year after. You know, he, he gets a team, you know, with all a bunch of old players and then trades a good chunk of them away. I don't know how many of it there were, you know, Wade and... Rose and yeah. I mean you name it and then they get a new team and they look like they're about to you know obviously I don't want to get too much into that but like it's amazing how much he missed him um, because you know oh, it he, adds a third consistent score and another superstar oh, definitely they miss Kyrie uh, yeah. LeBron miss Kyrie yeah but uh, let's get on to the next series uh, we are talking Toronto Raptors versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I've watched most of these these games. I've watched uh, game three and game four. I've watched, uh, yeah, I've watched most of them. Uh, so game one, well, before we start, Kawhi is averaging 38 points yeah. on better than 60% shooting. Yeah, as someone who hasn't watched every single minute of this series and every it's, single it's crazy. game, the one thing you're right that stands out is Kyrie. I'm sorry, Kyrie. Um, 
Sorry, wrong series. <laughs> Kawhi. Sorry. My fault. Um, Kawhi is just like everywhere. And every shot I see him take, or not every shot, but a lot of the shots he's taking, it's like, damn. 38. <laughs> he is averaging 38 points on 60% shooting. Yeah. And I think it's a high four, high 40s from three. Unbelievable. Um, now, be- before I let you go, mm. I saw... So, I had the Sixers winning this series because I thought Kawhi would not be enough for this starting five in Philadelphia. But Ben Simmons has not shown up to what I believe he can show up to. Tobias Harris has been MIA. Joel Embiid only had one good game, and he's sick, you know, all the time. He he wasn't going to play yesterday. He he didn't sleep last night, and they had to put him in an IV, and he only had 11 points. <laughs> I was watching Stephen A. Smith today <laughs> during work. <laughs> it was so funny. Right, I'm definitely like, watching no, that after. He was just like, no excuses for Joel. No excuses. Mm. Was, like, on his radio show, I was watching his radio show. It's the funniest thing <laughs> he, was, he was going off on Joel yeah. but like yeah I mean Joel only had one good one good game Jimmy Butler's been you know been the only consistent one other than game one he had a bad game yeah. and it's just, Tobias Harris I don't know what he's doing he's uh, but my thing is Ben Simmons Ben Simmons, I am real. I guess it's because I'm really high on Ben Simmons. I like he's not a jump shooter, but he is six ten. He is a walking. If he is used right, the right way, that man is a walking mismatch. You know, Especially I don't know. The rim. I don't know yeah. how he cannot score more than. Honestly, if Ben Simmons got seventeen, I said this in the beginning. If he got seventeen, eight, and five. 17 points, 8 assists, and five, even 5, 6 rebounds. You know, I'm like, okay, Joel's going to get you like 20, you know, 20 to 30 a game. When if he's I not can, sick. When he's not sick. <laughs> yeah, when he's not sick. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, I was really high on the Sixers, and they could have went up 3-1 yesterday. Yeah. And they just they blew the opportunity. Yeah. I think um, you definitely, I mean, you, you can think about it just like with Milwaukee too. Obviously, it's two different teams. Yeah. But like when you have one player, you have to have a supporting cast that is consistent. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have other players showing up. And you know, they have three point shooters. They have, you know, they have JJ Redick. They have obviously Simmons is in a three point shooter or yeah, much of a three point shooter. Her, Harris. Harris. Um, you have, you know, you have other three point shooters on the bench too. And you have to get contributions from them. Obviously, you also have to be able to score in the paint. Simmons, yeah. you know, he's such a great um, paint player and being able to attack at the rim. But I'm thinking Toronto also knows that as well. Not mm-hmm. not that their defense was that great in game two or three, yeah. especially game three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the part I was watching, it's like Philly could get whatever they wanted, yeah. you know. I don't know what you saw, but uh, you can kind of expand on that. But it's just like every yeah. time I turned the t- – or was game watching it, was it, just, it, was, mm. it got away from them. Yeah. Toronto. Well, game three, see, to me, like, 
well, Siakam was, you know, helping Kawhi out in the first two games. But I didn't think when I, well, for, I didn't even think of Siakam before when I predicted the series. I didn't think he would emerge like this. So I was like, okay, Kawhi by himself, you know, can't beat Joel, Simmons, Butler, and Harris. And, you know, I right now it's tied. It's 2-2, and best two out of three in Toronto. Kawhi's going off. They have no answer for Kawhi. Philly has no answer for Kawhi. He's no. averaging 38, as I said earlier. Yeah. And, and it's just a matter, like, if Kawhi gets help like he got the last game, if he gets help, Toronto is going to win this series. You know, something I've – just seen and like heard talked about as well through like radio shows and from TV is like where's Kyle Lowry? He showed up last game. Oh, he did. Okay, but like the first, but the the first three, first three, where was he? Like he's supposed to be the point guard and like in one of their best players, and it's like he, except for obviously like you said last game, not showing up. That Mm -hmm. can't happen. The next what three games? It's now a three game. You can't have that happen. Well, I've been calling for, you know, I've been saying this for on Twitter for uh, the Toronto to have a chance. You need a big game from Mark Gasol. Mm. I mean, he had 16 points the last game, but like, you need that. You've only seen you've only seen Mark Gasol on the defensive side, which you know he's doing really good because Joel. Other than Game Three, Joel hasn't been going off. But, you know, you need him to get, you know, I think you can get you 18 to 20, you know, and 10 rebounds. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's asking too much. But, I mean, I hope Philly wins, but I think they blew an opportunity, you know. It sucks that Embiid is not <laughs> not healthy. <laughs> Yeah. Because if he was healthy, he would be going off. Yeah. But he's not healthy. He's sick. He has, you know, everything's wrong with him. He's got leg injury, back hurts. He's sick. Like, jeez, man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just going to come down to who supporting cast yeah. and who, other other than Kawhi and other than Joel Embiid. And actually, well, I Joel mean, only had one good game. Well, Jimmy Butler Jimmy, too. Jimmy was, Butler's yeah, been yeah. carrying them the yeah. last, you know, the games that they've won. Yeah, but I but someone else needs to step up. You're right, regardless of whether I it's need, I need to see Simmons the I need to see the J- real J-J-Jetic. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I know Ben. If you're listening to me, I need you to get twenty, ten, and five. Yeah, I mean, do what you did to um, who was it? Uh, the Nets. The Nets. They got like thirty in the last in the last round. Got a where, triple double. Yeah, where he got called out, and then you I, know. Need, I need the real Ben Simmons to show up. Yeah, that's what I need to happen. I mean, does he need to get called out again? <laughs> Maybe he does. I don't know, but um, no, I'm. I think honestly, this is going to be a long. It's not going to be a short. Obviously, it's not going to be a short series, but it's yeah. it's going to go seven games. I, think I don't it, see I think it going gonna go seven. But, I, yeah. I think Philly can pull it out, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I got to see, yeah. you know, Embiid's health, and I mean, Jimmy can keep doing Jimmy things, and they <laughs> they have to like find a way. Yeah, Kawhi is averaging 38 points. 
the like by shooting those step backs and you know calling for the foul, you can't let the ref decide the game like that. Yeah. You know, you gotta focus on making the shot. You know, like look what Damian Lillard did against OKC. Hold up from 37. Hit that three dagger. Series clinching. Series clinching three. Yeah. Clinch the series. You know, go to the basket. See, my thing with Houston, like, and I say this on mo- a lot of my podcasts, their play style, they are not going to win a championship. And they are not going to be- beat Golden State with the way they are playing. Is you know, it's just... They rely, like, those step-back threes are a bad shot. They are a bad shot. You know, kudos to James Harden for, you know, making them. But what is he making them at? Five five for 15, four for 16, 25%, 30%, you know, even 35%. Fam, I'm going to live with that, you know. As a defense, I'm saying, okay, you know, you're going to make 30% of your step-back threes. I'm going to live with that. You know, by that, you know, everyone's out of rhythm because they don't touch the ball, you know. And Clint Capella, for some reason, is totally out of the series. Yeah. How How is he out of the series? Did you he see should that block be dominant. I, I did see that block <laughs> on Eagle Dollar. That was a really good block. Yeah. I saw that block on Eagle Dollar. But how is he? And I think that's the only thing he's memorable for. Yeah. But how is he out? He is 6'10", like a legit center. And he he he's just non play. How is he non playable? You know, I will say though, um, Golden State's lineup. I mean, you have, you know, obviously, uh, what's his name? Uh, KD. Sorry, KD with two Finals MVPs. Does mm-hmm. he have a regular season MVP? If I remember, yeah, he does. Okay, so three MVPs from him, two MVPs from Curry, plus you have a, a regular season, plus. Is Iggy on that team who has the finals MVP? Mm-hmm. Draymond, Defensive Player of the Year, at least once, if I remember correctly. I mean, hit, look at the lineup they're facing. On top of that, you know, you have, you know, obviously, you, like the KD is like the leading scorer, like 43. Well, he has what, 40 points average, almost every night? Yeah, he's averaging like yeah. high 30s. There's only like well, his a pers- couple. His percentage is not like uh, Kawhi. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, there's I mean, only a few like games. Forties. Yeah. Forties or fifty. Yeah, there's only like a few games that I can think of where he hasn't scored at least thirty to forty yeah. points. You mm-hmm. know, um, but at the same time, you're right. This game or this series can't be determined by the refs. You cannot blame the refs. Like you still have to make the shots. You still have to play defense. And well, um, I, I think I think they definitely learned that in game one. Yeah. Because you know, because. You know, game three, Harden definitely showed up. He put up forty-one. Yep. So and turnovers you know, they, too are going. Are they can't be... turn the ball over. That's that. Definitely, you're right about that. Yeah. But I do. I have to say one thing about Houston. I do like what they are doing, though. They're making KD beat them, which is really good because you don't want Steph and Clay to go off. Mm. So by you know having KD isolate, you know it doesn't get the other shooters in rhythm. So you know. That's why, well, and also Steph has a dis- dislocated finger, I yeah, believe. Yeah, dislocated middle finger. So, you know, is that his shooting hand? I, I can't remember. remember, honestly. But, like, yeah, you know, he's not, he's not in rhythm. 
you yeah. know, Clay, you know, when KD's going ISO, you know, on the on the block and, you know, he's just shooting fadeaways over Hall of Fame uh, P.J. Tucker defense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you know. kudos, kudos to P.J. Tucker. It's <laughs> like a meme on, like, Instagram. They're like yeah. 2K Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> 2K Hall of Fame defense by P.J. Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you know. Like, I don't mind that. KD's making tough shots. Like, yeah. KD's, you know, one of the top players in, in the world. So, you know, if he's going to beat you, okay, let him beat you. But don't let Steph and uh, Clay Thompson, you know, go, go for, uh, go, you know, go off because they could go off for 30 plus a game, too. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't. You know, it's only him and then Draymond's been getting a triple double. Draymond's actually surprisingly been playing well as of late. I mean, look at what he's done in the playoffs. He's been everywhere. Like you mm-hmm. said, getting triple doubles and yeah. double digits and points. But you he, know, I, he, he made some threes the other day, too. Yeah. I'd be careful about, like, you know, because Clay and Steph could go off at they any could. time. They could. At any time, yeah. they could go off. But, you know, and I, Iggy I like too. the I, Iggy, yeah. Iggy can go for a game, too. He can get yeah. 15 to 20 points. And any anything could happen. Yeah. But, you know, I like, you know, Houston is making. You know, Durant beat them, which I think other teams should follow. Yeah. You know, because, well, Durant's shooting twos and they're shooting threes. So, you know, they get two points, you know, hard contested two. Yeah. I mean, one thing I noticed at the end of of regular of regulation of game three yeah. is instead of KD, you know, like driving to the basket or like pulling up, he passed to Iggy to tie the game. Yeah. At the end of that, I think like, he, he that was wide shows open, more though. about his. Yeah. I mean, he was wide open, but he very easily could have. Oh, he's very selfless. Selfless, yeah. you know. He'll he make could have the took right over, play. but he decided to, yeah. like you said, make the right play. He, he, he's very, very selfless. Yeah, you know, and that's what makes Golden State dangerous. Is they are extremely selfless. Yeah, and it, you know, anybody can go off at any time, and any, they yeah. are confident in each other. You know, regardless of like if you make misses two point blank shots at the basket, this that's man, not going to happen all the, the time. This man tried to go for a dunk, <laughs> but that is not going to happen very often. He tried to go you for know. a dunk. It was funny. I'm like, yo, just lay the ball up. Nah, he's like, man, we heat it out here. Yeah, I'm gonna try to dunk it, and <laughs> but he also missed he a wide rim- open layup too, rim- right at the end of that game too. <laughs> Man, he got rinsed stuffed, and yeah. then they decided not to foul. Yeah, I did not. I did not like that. I was like, "Why?" I, I think they just at that point. I think <laughs> at that point they just knew the game was over because they were up by five at that point. And I mean, I guess there was like four. There was a good amount of time left on the clock, yeah. but they were just like, eh. "I mean, I guess we lost." You know, the Spurs did the same thing with the Nuggets, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Houston will take game four. Yeah, I think it will be tied up. Oh. So. I don't know. I think I think you you want to be careful about playing Golden State after yeah. they get, like, they I, lose was, a tough game or was, get angry because yeah. look at what happened to L.A. last series. You know, they beat them in, what, game two? And then look at what KD did in game three. And then yeah, well, they K- beat them in game five and look at what they did in game six. They... These games have been, like, really close. Mm. Like, all these games have been decided by single digits. Yeah, no, no blowouts. No well blowouts. <laughs> so, I think, I mean, I think Houston, you know, they play the right way. Yeah. And CP3 needs to get more involved. He, yeah. like, 
He used, I mean, they were saying it's because, like, I know Harden's usage is really high, but, like, you know, CP3 used to be that point guard, you know, who can make plays for each other, and he's just sitting on the, you know, three-point line just waiting for the ball. So he has to get more involved. Yeah, because it's like every time, I mean, you had, I think it was P.J. Tucker and um, that had a pretty good game in game three, uh, yeah. if I remember correctly. I forget how many points he got. I don't know how many exactly. points he got, but I think he got mad rebounds yeah. and mad, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but this this has been a very, like you said, very close games, very tight you know, very tight series. Yeah, very um, tight. Anybody can, I, I don't see this, any game being a blowout at this point. It's gonna. I, I, I don't know. I think Golden State might get a blow on game yeah. either game five, game five. I'm sensing a blow on game five. Yeah, but Curry it's gonna be two two. <laughs> Golden State's gonna be like, turn the switch on. I'm like, yeah. all right, and no screwing around, guys. I mean, but if they go up three one, oh, they go up three one. I, I don't know. <laughs> it might be over. Yeah, knock knock on over. knock on wood because. You know, th- this can be, you know, Houston is, like we were talking about on the way here, you know, Houston is a very legitimate threat to their, you know, three-peat. They are a very le- legitimate threat, and mm-hmm. um, it's going to take their best three, sorry, two two more games that they win um, to be able to close this out because Houston's not going away. Anytime no, soon. They're, they're not, but, you know, they turn the ball over, it's going to be easy. Yeah. got to watch out for that. Uh, yeah. But let's get into the Portland uh, Trailblazers versus the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Uh, I originally had this in uh, Portland in seven. I had Portland winning. Reg- no, yeah, I had Portland because we didn't know the series was still 3-3 between the Spurs and the uh, Nuggets. Nuggets. So yeah. I have Portland either way. Yeah. But, well, Kanner has a separated shoulder that, uh, he, props to him for playing. That man has a separate, he just take a painkillers after painkillers. <laughs> like, uh, props to him to, for playing, though. You yeah, know? I would have quit <laughs> if uh, I had just Separated <laughs> shoulder. And, and the man's, like, at getting a double-double. Yeah. He's getting, like, 20 points, 10 rebounds, like. Yeah. Probably the one of the biggest pickups in the uh, buyout market. Go Portland. Yeah. I mean, you saw what he did last series against Oklahoma City. And, like, just, I mean, he was on crashing the boards. And, you know, um, like I said, I don't have all the shots memorized. But, like, you're, you're right. I mean, the fact that you can play through a separated shoulder and help Damian and um, – McCollum, you know, who obviously again we you know we talk about we've talked about star players in each of the series that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You have to have a supporting cast yeah. that does that, and Portland has been pretty good at that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Rod Rodney Hood game has three. been showing yeah. up. It was game three, right, where they went into quadruple over. Yeah, yeah, quadruple overtime. Yeah, yeah. quadruple overtime. Rod, I make sure Rodney right Hood game. Hood showed up uh, game two and game, game two. three. Yeah. and I don't know if you've seen the memes on Twitter about Rodney Hood and Ro- and uh, George Hill, and there's like a LeBron thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yo. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like yo, man, y'all were trash when y'all playing with me, but you know when you move. Y'all are y'all are something y'all are something good. Yeah, I was just thinking that I'm like, where was this last year in the? What was Rodney I mean, last year? I mean, George Hill in the Eastern in the Eastern playoff or Eastern playoffs, Conference finals, finals. They same were, thing. You know, they were at least 
you know, occasionally yeah. there, but like George the Hill. finals were what happened? <laughs> what was Rodney Hood? What was George Hill? Yeah. I mean, he did have like a few good moments in the finals. Let's like, don't get me wrong, but like, where George were Hill's... they consistently? Because <laughs> they were getting Hill's... blown out in game two and George game Hill's four. only moment was missing that free throw and then uh, <laughs> J.R. Oh, Smith. J.R. Smith. Uh, <laughs> oh, do I shoot it? Do I pass? Do I not call a timeout? Where's my Henny? Where is my Henny? <laughs> oh, J.R. All I, all I had to do was just like I was I was just like like I because I, obviously I I'm I was not, rooting for Cleveland too. Yeah, I was I, I was on the opposite side rooting for Golden State. I mean I you know I I'm a naturally I was a Celtics fan to start yeah. with, and you know um, all the years of him eliminating us and you know like it's not that I don't respect him as a player because I do. Obviously, he's arguably the best player in the world right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and like just what he does for his teams when he's healthy and when he's playing at his capabilities, and you know, um, he is you know a generational talent. But at the same time, he needed help last year. And we're talking about LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James. He needed help last year in the finals and did not get it. In fact, well, he didn't get help the year before either. Where, where was Kevin? Love? Where was Kevin Love? But uh, to get back Anyways, to the Trailblazers, <laughs> Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, mm. 30 plus points the last two games. Jokic, two triple doubles in this series alone. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I, I have slept on the Nuggets. Mm. I apologize for sleeping on the Nuggets. I thought, you know. I was like, okay. I mean, I thought they were an, like they're hanging around defensively too. Like you know, they play some you know pretty good defense. Yeah. But you know, Jokic is. I remember saying this game one of the Spurs series I was like, I don't know if Jokic can get a twenty plus triple double <laughs> every game because that is what is needed for them to win, and he's proving me wrong. And I didn't think Jamal Murray would be this you know consistent. He's been, you know, kind of inconsistent in the Spurs series, but he's been, as of late, he's been better. So, you know, getting 30 a game, you know, made nine free throws yesterday. So he's doing well. It's tied 2-2. Game five back in Denver. So, you know, we'll see, you know, what happens. It'll be interesting to watch, too, because of the quadruple overtime they had. I mean, it basically is like they played another game, kind of. I mean, yeah. obviously, time-wise, you know, overtimes aren't 12 minutes. Yeah, they're like, yeah, five minutes. So but at the same minutes. time, you know, it's like it, it, it it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, these and are the it was really It was really yeah. because, like, Portland won that game, and then two yeah. days later, not even, like, two days, like a day and, like, several hours – Denver goes into Portland and takes that game. Yeah. And now Denver's going back home, tied, tied. You know, they have the home court advantage. Yep. I think you need a big game from Dame. Game five, Dame, you know, it needs to be Dame Dollar, you know. You, you need a big game from him. You need a 30, 30, 40 plus game from him. Mm. Yeah. No, you just, I mean, we talked about this with, um, I don't know if it was Golden State or Milwaukee or maybe just on the way here. Um, you know, every team that like, whether it's Golden State, whether it's Milwaukee, whether it's Boston, 
you know, you have to have a good ball movement. You have yeah. to get everybody involved. But you, you're right. You have to have Damian Lillard go off, He needs to go off. Like, you know, he's been having 20, 20 a game, but I, he needs 40. Yeah. He, he needs, needs to have what happened in against Oklahoma City yeah, again. He need yeah, to, he needs to put up a 40-50 piece yeah. in order for them to win this series. Yeah. Uh, do you want to add anything or – no, I think uh, I think we're ready to move on, and I'm, it's we'll be interested to see where that series takes. We're gonna do this quickly, uh, just first round recaps mm. uh, of the you know the Western series, because on the previous podcast I've talked about the other series up until Game Five. Uh, so just real quick, uh, Portland over Oklahoma City, that Game Five, the Damian Lillard shot, the bad shot. Uh, you know, drop 50. Paul George said that was a bad shot. <laughs> you know, Damian Lillard trolling on uh, on the internet. And, yeah, your your, your quick thoughts. Um, it was an insane shot. 37 feet away. 37 Seriously? Feet away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, did Steph Curry, like, go into his body for a second and just, like, cause I've seen Steph Curry hit that type of shot. Yeah. Um, not that Lillard isn't capable of that, but, like, Dang. <laughs> hey, Lillard is logo Lillard. This season, Lillard has been logo Lillard. Yeah. No. I mean, he is one of the, like I said, he's another one of those genera- generational talents. I mean, just, he's the best player on that team. Um, and he literally just took over that game. Yeah, and I think they were down that game, too, and they came yeah. all the way back in the fourth quarter. <sighs> but, um, like, Oklahoma City also, another first-round exit. What do you think? Of that. It's not looking good. Not looking no. good. Uh, well, they didn't have. Sh- I well, I've never been sold on Billy Donovan as a coach, so he might need to go. But they definitely need some shooters out there, and yeah, they need to actually run plays. <laughs> and Westbrook needs to get. He needs better shot selection. Because, what, he saw 11 for 31 that game and got 20, 29 points on 31 shots is not going to do it. Paul George had 36. See, to me, when I thought, like, if OKC was going to come back, Paul George would have to get 40 a game. Yeah. He was hurt in that series, too, from what I remember. I, I think he was shoulder coming from injury, a yeah. shoulder injury. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You want to add anything to this? No, I think uh, we covered it, and um, you know, all right, let's get we into can do it another. We can talk about. Let's get into the next one. Next, yeah. Nuggets, Spurs. That that was the only seven game series in the mm. first round. Uh, my thing, and I said this previously, the Spurs could have honestly swept the Denver Nuggets. So the Spurs won Game One uh, because Denver was cold from three. And, you know, Jamal Murray had some, you know, a turnover after he missed a shot. So the Spurs ended up winning. And that was, I think that was the first triple-double Jokic got. And I said, like, is Jokic going to get a triple-double every game? And the second game, Denver won. But they were down 19 in the fourth quarter. And Denver was down 19 in the fourth quarter. And, and, they came back. Jamal, that was Jamal Murray's night. He went eight for nine, eight for nine in the fourth quarter. Game three, the Spurs won. 
Derek, that Derek White game where he had 36 points. Game four, the Spurs were up. Again, double digits in the first half. They blew the lead. If they kept all their leads, the Spurs could have honestly swept the Denver Nuggets. But that did not happen. They, end up, they ended up losing. Uh, to me, I think, like, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and De- DeMar DeRozan, like, they got their points. I don't even think they got their points. They were mad inefficient, and it was just very quiet. Like, it was a very quiet, like, 20. Like, you wouldn't have noticed. Or it was, like, a very inefficient, you know, 20 points, like, 8 for, like, 20 shooting, something like that, that you just didn't notice. Except for game 6, that's when, you know, they both went off. But, yeah, your your stars got to show up. And uh, I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you saw the ending of that series, game 7, where they were down 4 and they chose not to foul. Oh, I did not. I did not see that. Um, there was like there was like thirty seconds, thirty something, thirty something seconds left, or thirty or twenty something seconds left, and I, I'm pretty sure Pop was screaming to L.A. to foul, and he just didn't foul the guy, and that's how Denver ended up winning, wow. and that was like you know one of the big storylines. How many points were they down at that point? They were only four down four. It was not. They uh, it was like ninety to eighty six, and you know they let the time. The time ran out. Or no, did they score? I forget if they scored or not. But they didn't foul. And then they missed, and then, yeah, the game was over. So I have, a, I guess, a follow-up question to that. Um, what do you think, just like briefly before we obviously move on to the next series, um, what do you think San Antonio needs to do? Or do they need to acquire, let's say, another player? Like what needs to be done differently for them to have to advance more in the following season. I mean, I don't know if anything has to be done differently. Maybe you know you develop your players. You know they're gonna be there. Like DeRozan's there for another couple of years. Aldridge is there. I mean, as long as Pop is there, <laughs> if Pop yeah. is gone, then you know you're kind of screwed. But you're happy because uh, Dejounte Murray's coming back, and I think. Yeah, yeah, Murray's coming back, so he's a good defender. You just gotta, I mean, Rudy Gay's still there. They're just a weird team to me because you know you got shooters like, yeah. you know, I don't remember their names. <laughs> Basically, like Bertans. Who's the other guy? White. And, like, I think someone else is a shooter. And then you got Dermada Rosen, who's a two-point shooter. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, who's, like, a, you know, turnaround, face-up, you know, face-up kind of guy. Yep. And then I think one of their centers can shoot. So they have a very weird, like, thing going with their team. Uh, I think, you know, look for more shooting. I think DeJounte Murray coming back will be a huge, you know, thing for them. You know, it'll be a kind of a boost. So... And, you know, the Spurs always find a way to get into the playoffs. So, yeah. you know, yeah. they've been in the playoffs for, like, 20 straight years. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's one of those situations when you have a coach that is as good as Pop is. Yeah. But also having, you know, two uh, – Murray – you said Murray, right? Uh, and White? Yeah, DeJounte yeah. Murray. DeJounte Murray hurt. and White. 
um, like them, I want to see them developing because when I was wa- the brief times that I was watching the series, um, I saw them like really kind of like either have like just great games or just great moments and like. White's going to be good, I think. Yeah. I mean, you with the coach the that they have, with the coach that they have and the staff and, like, that system, um, they have a chance to succeed. It's just a matter of, like, being able to execute and um, just, you know, trusting the system, um, which, you know, shouldn't be too hard considering who their coach is, a five-time champion. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing how that turns out. Yeah, I mean, I think they need, like, you know, maybe some, get some shooters. Maybe, you know, I mean, I don't know if he can win with DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, so maybe when one of them goes. But, like, imagine if you had, like, a Kyle Lowry there or, you know, a point guard of his stature. You know, even Mike Conley and Kemba Walker, you know, something like that. You know, just get somebody out there. Yeah, I think they'll be good. I mean, I don't think San Antonio is a championship team, and that's just my opinion. But you know, they're they're a solid playoff team. Yeah, I think there's just too many threats with Houston and Golden State, and uh, just out in the West, there's too many, or not too many, but there's enough of them yeah. that you'd have to go through them. I wouldn't say it wouldn't be a tough series because, again. Well, either, the, either. I mean, I think Lamarcus is getting older, and yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if DeRozan can be that guy. Yeah. I guess time will tell. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about the Golden State Warriors and the LA Clippers. So, I mean, I was shocked that the Clippers actually won two games in Golden Golden State. Uh, that was shocking to me. <laughs> But yeah. they played really hard, so props to them. You know, they, I think they have a max spot in free agency, so they can, you know, get someone in free agency. And Doc Rivers is their coach. He's a great coach. And, you know, they just have a foundation there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, if they get, you know, Kawhi or KD, you know, they're going to be on the rise. But, you know, they're on the rise, you know, developing their young guys. You know, Doc is still there. Yeah, you know they're just they're just a hardworking hardworking team, and to me, like when a team works hard, even though the talent is just you know against you, like a lot of people, they thought that this would be sweet, no contest. Myself included. <laughs> yeah. The Clippers, like imagine if the Clippers actually won their home games. They didn't win any home games. They will beat Golden State twice in Golden State's gym. Imagine if they actually won a game in Staples Center. Yeah. But you know what I think it was? I mean, obviously, Draymond was a huge part of that series. But KD. I mean, KD was just like, yo. He he went off. He had 45, what, 50? He had had a 50 in the closeout game. Yeah, in the closeout. I mean. But it was just like, you know, enough after, uh, was it game two? Yeah, after game two, it was like enough screwing around. Yeah. He's like, you know who I am. Yeah, you know who I am. You know, like, they're like, oh, Patrick Beverly can guard you. And they're like, what? (laughs) That guy? I mean, he he did have um, a good few moments, but he had had a good few moments, but like, something points on you. That's because KD was being nice and it's like, oh, we're going to (laughs) play, you know, in the the flow of the offense. Because Steph, 
Steph had the monster gains, the first two gains, and then yeah. after the KD thing, KD was just like, you know who I am, and just decided to drop 40. He's like, yo, I'm the best here. Give me the damn ball. Yeah. And, yeah. But you know what? When you have a scorer like that, I mean, they can literally take turns I mean, just going can. off they, on you. And it's, they should, it, they should you... take turns. I don't know why they're not doing that yeah. against Houston. You I mean, know, how do you how do you against defend Houston? That? <laughs> it's just the KD show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steph has yet to go off yet, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Time's gonna tell, and isn't don't they play tonight as well? They play uh, tonight as yeah. well. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, do you want to add? Yeah, do you want to add anything before we move on? No, I think um, you know, I think we summed it up pretty good. KD just going off, and yeah, he just um, went off. Basically, they had a KD muted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before we do the pickings, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, I want your Eastern Conference Finals matchup and your Western Conference Finals matchup. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Um, I think um, as much as I like the Celtics and yeah. as much as I am, I, I, I hope I'm wrong in this prediction. Yeah. But I think Milwaukee is just too good. All right. So you got Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Versus and. The Toronto 76ers series, um, after like after we all the talking we've done here too, I think Philadelphia, Philadelphia. because okay. I just do not trust Toronto right now. You don't um, trust Toronto; they just won. I understand. <laughs> I know that, but I think Kawhi's averaging thirty eight. That series is going to go seven games, but and, and home courts in Toronto. Yeah, but yeah. I just don't trust them right now, you and they've had them? way too many. Even with Kawhi, yeah, we've talked about this earlier. You cannot just rely on one player. No, you can't. I mean, obviously they need help, but you yeah. know, Siakam, the first two games was showing up. I That's just, an interesting prediction. I like yeah. that. I just don't think that. I, first off, I think it's going to go seven games. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough battle. It's going to come down to who can make the last shot, or who can make enough plays at, in the last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Because yes, Philadelphia has. Embiid and has Simmons and has Jimmy Butler, but I think it could very easily be another tight series, kind of like another series that we'll talk about in a second. But yeah. I just I don't know. I have that feeling that unless Toronto just completely lays an egg in the next what two games, unless Philly completely lays an egg, yeah, and just I guess Joel Joel Embiid does not show up points wise, points wise, points wise. Because I think I think he's go, he's going to play regardless. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about just purely points. Mm-hmm. They need him to score they like twenty to, score, to thirty yeah. point, twenty five to thirty points, just because of how much of an impact and just how much of a great player he is. Yep. Um, but they also need everybody to show up. It's not going to be similar to Toronto. You cannot rely on one player. Yep. All right. Uh, before I let you go on your second one. Yeah. My pre all right. Be- so before this started, I had Boston and Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Eh, I mean, obviously, I can't lie and say I'm I'm gonna I believe that I'm gonna ride the ship, but I yeah. do think it's gonna be Milwaukee, and it could possibly Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. But I'm gonna stick with my previous prediction, and I'm gonna ride the ship, and I'm gonna have the Boston Celtics. And the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the West. Yeah. <laughs> um, Golden State, Houston. Um, I'm going to stay with my original prediction of, I think I said this earlier, 
seven, six game series at most. Yeah. Definitely, if, no, sorry, definitely at least a six game series, mm-hmm. potentially seven. Houston, uh, and you saw what happened last year. Obviously, it's two, it's two different teams from what they were last year to this year. Yeah. But it's the same type of play, you know, hard nose, close games. Um, nothing comes easy for either team. I mean, you see how Izzy or Iggy is playing defense, and um, you know, yes, Harden's having a very good series. Um, but like, just the amount of talent and the amount of like hard-nosed play that's on both sides, this is not going to go, you know, five games. It's gonna I, unless, like I said, Houston decides to choke. Yeah, it's not going to go five games. I just don't see it. Um, but I think Golden State is just too powerful right. and too talented. We got on the other side. Um, in terms of Portland, Denver, um, this one I'm struggling with. Um, I don't know. Why. I want to hear, actually hear your, right. your prediction. I, I have Golden State, uh, <laughs> and obviously. And uh, what? Well, I've said it before. Yeah. I've said on several occasions <laughs> that Houston's playing style will not win them against Golden State or it will not win the championship. Yeah. But for me, I mean, I was originally Portland. I'm kind of leading towards Denver. I slept on Denver. You know, Jokic is, you know, getting triple doubles, 2010, you know, 20 plus triple doubles, you know, and he, he could score, you know, Jamal Murray, you know, he's getting 30. Like, unless unless Damian Lillard gets that 50 piece I'm asking for, yeah. I don't see Portland winning this series. Uh, I mean, I originally had Portland in seven, but since you know, I don't know. I think I think Portland messed up last night. They they had the opportunity to go up three one, and, and now it's tied two two. Going back to Denver, you know, I think Denver, you know, can take advantage because they're both like, and I mean, Canner still has a separated shoulder, yeah. and it's just like I, they have no answer for Jokic, no answer for Jokic. Yeah. So. And I mean, Damian and uh, McCollum. No, not McCollum. Murray are you know if they get th- if they get in thirty each, oh, then yeah, they yeah, cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah. So, I mean, you got that will be CJ versus my, uh, CJ versus Jokic, and I gotta I have to go with Jokic. You know, so I think Denver Denver will win in seven. This could very easily too come down to what happened in Oklahoma against Oklahoma City, where it's like da- not I games need, wise, yeah. but coming down to the final shot. I need Lil- I need Lillard to get that fifty piece. I need him to get that fifty yeah. piece. If he get that fifty piece, then Portland could win the series. Yeah. But right now, I think Denver with that win last night after that four overtime on Friday, I think they had the momentum going to Game Five. I think you know Jokic. I I I I can guarantee you, Jokic will give a get if this goes seven. Jokic will get a triple double in Game Seven. I yeah. can guarantee it. You know, another thing we haven't thought of is like the environment that this and don't, game is don't forget be Paul Millsap. Yeah, the environment this game's in now. Game Five is in Denver. It's you know, yeah. elevation and like game especially after all, as long of a game as it I, was I think the other they're, I'm pretty sure they're playing tomorrow. Yeah. I so mean, it's every other day. Yeah, it's again, it's not an excuse, but like, you know, you got to watch how many minutes and everybody plays. And yes, it's playoff basketball, but who can who can you know have that endurance to be able to 
Port Portland's bench yeah, also yeah. will need to step up. I know they have been stepping up. Rodney Seth Curry had, had a good game <laughs> last game. Rodney Hood had a you know good game two and game yeah. three. But I think that you know that Nurkic, you know that was a huge blow, and now Canner, who's you know hobbled, you know that's a pretty big blow because once he goes out, you know Jokic is just can go off, and if you get if you get Canner in foul trouble. <laughs> Nobody's. I mean, and he can't even like. He doesn't. He's not even known for defense. You know, he's trying, yeah. but like, if he gets in foul trouble, woo, the Joker's going off. Yeah. And you know, Joker goes off. You know, because when he goes off, he gets his he gets his team involved too. <laughs> like he got the assists, the rebounds, the points. He got everything. So should I, be a fun series. That's actually you know they're like, you know. Both similar teams, so that's actually a fun series. And also, the Eastern Conference is fun too. <laughs> you know, watching that bloodbath. Yeah. Uh, no LeBron this year. <laughs> yeah, no, no LeBron. Uh, so, do do you have your pick? Uh, yeah. Yet? I think it's going to be Milwaukee. Sorry, Mil- yeah, Milwaukee and. No, no, for the West. Oh, sorry, for the West. Um, this could very easily change depending on what happens in. Uh, game five, game five. Yeah. but right now, I think Denver. And it, but again, it's going to be in seven games, and it's gonna it's gonna come down to who can just execute in the last five or so minutes of the game. Because when you have a close game and when you have a tough series like this is, yeah. it's going to come down to who can execute down the stretch and who can, in my opinion, make the final shots that will win the game. So. You make a very convincing argument. Because <laughs> yeah. I originally had Portland, but well, I'm I, I originally had Portland too, and uh, I mean, I I think Portland can make the shots, but like you saw, like even the last game, like Denver was just up, you know, in the third quarter, and Portland, like I don't, they got it close, but they never really tied it. Yeah. And that so they were always they were always always up like two three points and then you know they would hit a three so they'd be up six and you know it was like I don't think it was ever tied in the fourth yeah. and yeah Denver just you know I mean they only won by like a couple points but yeah if Denver can keep a lead a solid lead in the fourth quarter and not let it get tied which I can see happening mm-hmm. then you know I'll have to go with Denver because Murray makes big shots too. You know, Murray makes big shots. Jokic can make a shot. Gary Harris for three. You know, oh, Will Barton. He showed up yesterday. He hit mad threes yesterday. I was like, damn. (laughs) But he, I guess because he used to be on Portland, so maybe that's why. You know, a little extra motivation. But, oh, Will Barton was killing it yesterday. Uh, Let the the games begin, I guess, and let's see who can step up. Yeah. All right, uh, before we end, uh, let's do pick'ems. Uh, so I'm going to say the game. So we got tonight's game, Milwaukee at Boston, game four. Who you got? I definitely got uh, Boston. I think they, you know, Marcus Smart's uh, playing, and even if he's not playing, I think they will I, win game must four. Win. Yeah, must and if win. they don't, then the series is over. Simple as that. I'm going with Boston. Kyrie will have 40, 40, 40 plus. Yeah. Uh, Golden State, Houston. Uh, Golden State, but it's it may be another overtime game. Uh, I'm going Houston. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the bench will show up this game. 
look for Austin Rivers. You know, he might have a bit 16, 17 points. PJ Tucker. And if Harden can get 35 plus, that would be great as well. And maybe uh, CP3 finally shows up. Philadelphia at Toronto. Uh, Philly. Um, Philly. I just I think Embiid can bounce back. Yeah. Um, he, they play what tomorrow? So they'll tomorrow, have, yeah, they'll have tomorrow. a couple of days or you know a day or so to rest, and um, you know um, for Embiid. Um, but I think I just trust Philly a little more than I do Toronto right now. Yes, Kawhi is very good. I'm not taking anything away from what he does. But he, like I said earlier, can't, cannot do it alone. Can't do it alone. I, I just do I, not I trust hope Toronto you're right, right now. <laughs> I hope you're right. I have to go with Toronto. I think Siakam, Siakam has had a poor two games. I think he will come back and help be that Robin to Kawhi and Batman. Yeah. So I think Toronto will, get, will win game five. I think the series, like, you know, I think we predicted it will go seven. But yeah. I think Toronto will take game five and... I mean, hopefully they find a way to slow Kawhi down. Yeah, and Lowry need needs to, to step up big time. Uh, like, yeah, he need, he time needs to. He uh, you know, he needs to <laughs> play the way he played in Game Four. Because yeah. it's almost like he hasn't existed in the series offensively. Uh, uh, other than Game Four, he's been yeah. you know MIA. Yeah. Uh, let's go Portland at Denver. Just because it's in Denver, yeah, and just because, yeah, I think just the it's gonna come down. Similar to Game Seven, which is where I think this game, this series is going. Every one of these last games will come down to the end. It's I don't see a blowout unless like a de- knock on wood devastating injury happens or like foul trouble or like something drastic. I don't see it, you know, being a blowout. I don't know about you, but uh, it's just I'm, too good of a you going Denver? Series. Yeah, Denver. All right, I am. I'm going Denver as well. They can't stop the Joker. Uh, yeah. I think the Joker's going off. Uh, and I think CJ and Dane struggle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, before we conclude, is there anything you want to say before we end the pod? Uh, no. I think we covered everything. <laughs> All right. Well, Whitney, I want to thank you for coming on the Make It Rain podcast today. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking mm-hmm. NBA with you. Yes. Uh, you can follow the Make It Rain podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, and uh, Google Google Play. Thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Uh, Anytime. Yeah. (laughs) Peace.